0: Beep. Get ready! You're about to relive the memories.
1: The kitchen. We've
2: yes. Got Cav from Eskimo Joe in the studio.
0: Fellas, what's happening?
2: Mm, not much. Not much. Just been on radio. Excellent. I guess mm. it's probably a good way to start. <laughs> <I was laughs>
1: observing the immediate surroundings in, in the studio, which yeah. is what was just mentioned. But no, nah, but absolute pleasure to have you in. Um, suppose the reason you're doing the solo tour. It's been ten years um, since. A Song, is, uh, a a song city. is a City. mental blank, is a mental in front of the artists. <laughs> it's a, the best start. place to have that happen. It's happening. the best yeah. place yeah. to start. It's been 10 years since that though. Um, what, has, what prompted you to uh, share the stories and revisit that time? In your
0: well, life? Well, um, I guess it was an interesting album because it was the the album before Black fingernails Red Wine. Yeah. So we, I think we sold double platinum on, yeah. on a Song of the City. So that it kinda just tip you know, it started to tip over for us and we yeah. started to get that kind of household name thing going on a bit more. But it was about like January this year and I went down to the X-Ray Cafe and I was doing these like little week, uh, like on Sundays I was hanging out and playing like reggae tunes and I had a delay pedal and I was like, yeah, 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 over the top of reggae <laughs> tunes. Just, they were kind of humoring me. And anyway, I just decided one, one week because someone reminded me that it was 10 years since the Song of the City came out. So I decided to go down and play it kind of in, in track order from start to finish and Tweeted out, you know, to all the Eskimo Joe fans if anyone wanted to come down, and about fifty fans rocked up and, awesome. and I played it and it was just a really nice experience. And then of course everyone started tweeting from all over the country, you gotta come here, you gotta come there. Yeah, it puts a little bit more pressure on you as well. Yeah, and I just thought, you know, there's there's quite a linear storyline behind a, a song as a city. I mean so much, you know, like it like it almost didn't come out. We were like musical orphans, you know, in Fremantle, not knowing whether we'd ever release this record, and and through but through that time, all these amazing bands kind of came out of the jam room that we had down on mm. uh, Baker Street, just behind the Beaky Tavern, behind Moondine Joes, <laughs> and um, like, lots of bands like Little Birdie, End of Fashion, Sleepy Jackson were all doing their first demos, so it was just a really amazing moment in time, and the stories themselves again were quite personal, mm. uh, and I, I, there was no, I kind of injected a bit more smoke and mirrors a bit later on once Black mm. Thing and Else came along, but at that point in time I was pretty happy being quite honest, because I didn't really think that it was going to end up as a soundtrack to a whole lot of people's lives. Yeah, so The writing of the songs on the album is mm. really personal, I guess in that case then yeah again like I was I was writing it as this kind of confessional almost and um I don't know if I'll I'll ever kind of I probably have a block in me to be able to write like that ever again because I you know I'm aware that as soon as I put something out everyone's going to listen to it basically probably start critiquing it yeah what's going on
1: moving on from there exactly and and early on you kind of don't care as much in lack of of a better in, in lack of a better word you don't care as much and you kind of you don't have that block in your head and it's just Free writing.
0: Well, I, I think a song as a city was the first time that I really went out and did about a million interviews after that. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone was like, "So, what's that song about?" I was like, "Oh, welcome to music. Oh. It's about how I'm a bad person."
2: You know, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've obviously got to you know have some sort of background when people are mm. coming into interviews. I mean, since then, obviously, other yeah. albums have come out. Mm. Have you sort of had to make up stories along the way to sort of get yourselves out of questions that you just well, didn't
0: expect coming? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I I seem to have a lot. More comfortable time talking to journalists about what actually happened in songs than I do talking to like my girlfriends about what the songs are about. <laughs> They're like, "What's this song about?" Oh, uh, it's kind of a fictional storyline about, yeah. um, you know. Uh, but you know, really, I I tend to write very confessionally. I almost kind of do these like war journals, you know, yeah, and
1: journal entry sort of for and songs.
0: In saying that, like, you know, there's nothing like that. You know, the truth should never hold back a good story. So I I think most of the songs take a fictional turn at some point in time, but generally they come from you know, the essence of something real that's happening for me.
2: Yeah. Mm. it's also got to be awkward if you're writing a love song or a hate mm. song at least, if, you know, you've got a partner and they're thinking, oh, is that one about me or is that one about <laughs> so someone let's, else? Let's
0: face it, the sa- sad songs are the best songs. They and if are. you're in a really happy yes. relationship and you're writing that's sad crazy. songs and your partner's like, why are you writing sad songs? Are you, you're are you unhappy? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, they're just the good songs, baby. I'm time-travelling to a time <laughs> in my life where I was unhappy, you know. In
1: the Tardis Exactly. Right there. Um... I mean, you, you mentioned as well, like a time, like you know, where you found it more easier to speak to, to journalists. And the good thing you brought up, because I actually did some research before <laughs> today. <laughs> this and, is um, this
2: is our good friend Matt. He goes to uni and he just realised that they have an archive of yes! newspapers. Yes,
0: excellent. Yeah, yeah
1: only like D20 archive. So why not? Mm. So you spoke to a, uh, I think it was the Appetizer back in two thousand and four. Mm. Uh, this is when you were promoting that would have been that album actually, uh, and uh, you said at the time uh, that you were the band. were getting four hours sleep a night and now during the day. And that's it. Uh, we're always completely delirious by the time we get to Adelaide. It's Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, we get cabin fever and begin to smell like each, each other. Fair enough to the sleep situation's <laughs> improved since then, has it?
0: Well, we used to go... I guess before kids, you know, we'd come home from tour out to sleep, and now we all have kids. We go on tour to sleep. That's the yeah. difference. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, at least you've got the excuse now. I mean, that's, that's right. What it
0: helps. Yeah. Well, I think in those days we were doing some brutal hours. In fact, like the gigging, the gigging scenario in Australia is is a bit different. I, I think these days, like we used to be able to gig six days a week, mm. and you know, again, yeah, four hours sleep. Mm. It, was, it was pretty brutal. Yeah.
2: Yeah, has it changed much since then, or is it still? Yeah, it's a lot, the same? It's,
0: Well, mind you, in doing this solo tour, it's kind of I've almost gone back to playing those kinds of gigs again, but because um, it's just me by myself with two acoustic guitars. But in saying that, no, things got a lot plusher. Uh, post kind of post black fingernails with red wine, <laughs> nicer hotels, better hours. You know? Always a good thing that. definitely. Yeah. Hey, let's
2: get into one of the songs from a song as a city. Um, yes. We asked you a couple of moments ago what were your favourite ones, or what ones
0: would you like us to play, and you mm. mentioned I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm I'm so tired like basically I'll give you a, a brief background like we kind of went to our record company at the end of Touring Girl and just said that they were doing a really shit job and that they should just <laughs> let us off our record contracts. Just- and Let you do your own thing, yeah. Really. And of course, the guy behind you know, the, the on the other side of the desk said, Well, that's not really how record contracts work. In, in, ca- in fact, now you're just stuffed, and we're probably never yeah. going to release a record again. So, we went back home and didn't really know whether we were going to ever release an Eskimo Joe record again. But we started writing for this album that would become just in case yeah. that would become a song as a city. And um, we kind of very sneakily went under the record company's noses and we had and just used whatever money we had in our bank account to start recording the record mm-hmm. unbeknownst to them. And we went. To Sydney. We had about three weeks of recording time, and we came back, and um, we, you know we did what what's called post production. Yep. If anyone wants to go to a dinner party and just drop this word post production, I, I hear that the band did some post production, you know, <laughs> to impress their friends, you know. Um, it's, so like we, it's
1: it's like mastering.
0: Yeah, like you it, spend a yeah.
1: few weeks in mastering, and it just makes yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And, plush and Exactly, always, yeah. All them
0: effects and yeah. echoes. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, that's right. So anyway, we did post-production, which is basically where you go home and do all the things that the producer told you not to do. <laughs> um, and anyway, I wrote during that time, I wrote another song called I'm So Tired and, and I really wanted to put it on the record and the guy said, yeah, cool, let's do it. And we went up to a friend's house um, up the top of Solomon Street, this big... Mm-hmm. Um, white limestone house and recorded this song and we've probably had more arguments over this song than any other song on the record but when i listen back to it now i'm probably more proud of this song than any other song on the record because it's it you can't really pick its influences all the other songs you're like oh yeah we were listening to the pixies there or we're listening to that there yeah you know wilco or whatever whereas this song it just sounds like something completely different so for all the arguing and for whatever we came out with something probably more original than the rest of the album
2: here it is, Worth Eskimo Joe listen. with
0: I'm So Tired here on Radio Fremantle and The kitchen.
2: That is Eskimo Joe with I'm So Tired here on Radio Fremantle 107.9 and You're in the kitchen for your afternoon.
0: Yes. And we're still me. joined That's in us. studio by Cav. Chaps, yes. how are we? You
1: were, you, you were just discussing actually just before we came back on air that you, that the, that half the stuff you wrote on on that song you didn't even realise that you wrote.
0: Oh, there's, yeah, well, yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've really listened to it in headphones probably since I wrote it. You there know, there's okay. a, there's yeah. a moment after you make a record where you know you all sit around in in what was the Tarago back in the day. Now, <laughs> now it's probably a Kia Carnival or something, um, and you or sit an back, IMAX, and you, yeah, you, you sit you sit back and you listen to the mastered copy, and and you all say to each other i i think we're geniuses we're actually yeah, geniuses this and is the best thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, this is the best album that's ever been it's be recorded. so hard to top this <laughs> yeah that's <right. laughs>
2: on that note did you guys have a moment where you're all in the same car driving along and all of a sudden your song came on the radio oh we're on the radio yeah Yeah, except it was
0: sweater it was, so, okay yeah. what's that one yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes the, the song that you guys don't necessarily want to talk about yeah, but still i mean helped kick off the big tour yeah. It did well. It, it helped kick off yeah, Eskimo Joe as we know it. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Now, there is one question I've been dying to ask you for a long time. In fact, when it ca- actually came out. Mm. It's been counting down the days. I have. It's, bit,
1: it's <laughs> been years.
2: top of my list. This is why I'm in radio, so I can yeah. ask this one question. There's one line in one of your songs from Black Fingernails Red Wine, which has just, I guess, in some way haunted me, but not necessarily really haunted in a bad way. Okay. But I've been dying to ask it. All right. So I'm going to play a little sample for those who don't or aren't familiar with the song.
0: Tell me
2: your name. Okay, you can probably guess what I'm going to ask. I can, totally can.
0: <laughs> Why are you asking for someone's name <laughs> when you just said it? It doesn't. Be- because when you see someone at a pub or whatever who you know, you know who they are, yeah. and mm-hmm. you're dying to meet them. You're like, Sarah, won't you tell me your name? So it's sort of like a, a pickup line in some sense, but it's kind not of. Yeah. It's kind like, of. It's basically saying, Sarah, won't you introduce yourself to me? Okay. Mm. That's Except it would have been, Sarah, will not you introduce yourself to me? It, it doesn't, doesn't sound make, as good. It doesn't, it's not cool tell, you, tell me your name just sounds cooler.
2: Okay, cool.
0: D- you, have to, you have to learn creative writing, Adam. I don't yeah. know this,
2: okay? Yeah. I'm a radio announcer, not a musician. <laughs> I actually
0: think with songwriting it helps if you know nothing about creative writing because that'll just get in the way of a good lyric, I think. You've just got to put stuff together. You've got to put just stuff that best. sounds good go. and Adam, just sing said. it with passion. It's yeah. All, it'll, it'll work. Fair so. enough. You're set, Adam. And my next <laughs>
2: question based off that, is Sarah yeah an actual person or do you just make up a name as a pseudonym or...?
0: Sarah was an actual person. It still is, you know. Oh, well, th- you'd want to hope so. Yeah, there are yeah. many Sarahs, Adam. Um, yeah, I um I started that song because I was walking down. I did would do this walk from Baker Street down into Fremantle, and I was walking to Fremantle Hospital, and they had this little um this little sign that said emergency, and I started to go emergency. Um, but no, my friend Sarah had um a she had a a, a like a cyst, like a quite a large thing that she had to kind of get cut out, and mm-hmm. so. Um, there was, it was referring to that, you know, that she had to have this operation, but then I kind of cynically started to go into, like, the politics of her friendships and how it was like, you know, you know tomorrow she'll be your new best friend and so yeah. on. And also talking about, you know, she was this really beautiful girl but never seemed to have a boyfriend. And I was mm. like, you know, the boys are all lining up. All you have to do is kind of invite them in.
2: Yeah, just introduce yourself to them even. Exactly. Yeah. Just tell
0: them your name. I th- Yeah, I think it's something which we can all relate yeah. at some stage.
2: Yeah, well, especially you, Matt. Especially me. Yeah, Matt's single and I'm not. So, but hey, um, we're going (laughs) to jump into another song, and uh, we're going to come back with a little bit of a game sort of thing that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks with a couple of artists. Um, You've got "Come Down" as your next song that you wanted Mm. us to play. Um, Give us a little bit of a background on that one.
0: Um, Come Down kind of came out of uh, us being very poor and touring our asses off to sell our first record. We literally were kind of going door to door Mm -hmm. saying buy our record um, with our first album, hence why we went to the record company and said, you should have done more. Um, But um, we, yeah, like I I have really vivid memories of, um, I mean, the songs written from waking up in this house that we had on Hampton Road and, and, you know, in the morning and, and, you know, Coming down Basically mm-hmm. um, But also it, it kind of The chorus is about Like finishing gigs And having no money And like not even Owning a jacket And going into the 7-Elevens To keep warm Yeah mm-hmm. Because they have these 7-Eleven um, like, Sort of shops Yeah 24 hours sure. yeah, Convenient, yeah. yeah. convenient yeah. stores yeah. Get up out the floor heard it out before Beep.
2: Radio Fremantle and C nation this is The Kitchen. Eskimo Joe there with Come Down. And
1: we're joined in studio still by Kev from Eskimo Joe. Yes. Which is pretty awesome to have. Yes, it is. Uh, one quick question before we get to um, weather report. Yep. Uh, well, that's, I was actually just briefly asking. didn't have time to actually answer the question. Um, you are a, a docker's man, mm-hmm. which is good. Good choice. Yes. We, we all approve yep. of that. We, we appreciate of that. Yep. Um, how did it feel when the Eagles were... Um, when the Eagles asked you to, I think it was from the Cedar song, to be used in, I think, one of their commercials, mm. was it a case of, like, mm, should we let them use the song or...?
0: Well, let, let's set the scene a little bit, you yes. know. Uh, <laughs> it was 2004. The Dockers didn't really win many games at that yeah. point in time. Which and we've changed now. We've yeah, so For the
2: better. For yeah, for the, for the better. better.
0: Um, and... You know, I think it, it only sucked in hindsight when I would be over at my friend's place doing the big derby thing, you know, supporting the Dockers, obviously. And your song was part of and it. And then they would lose, and then, yeah. then it would be like, have you got your season ticket? You know, like... <laughs> dun, dun,
1: I'm so spaced out today. And everyone
0: would like turn around and look at me in the room and just be like, you are just a bad person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not like we, we're going to ring the Dockers and just go, hey, the Eagles really want to pay us to use their song. Can, do you, Can you use do you it wanna, first? Do you want to up the, the bid a little mm. bit, you know, because we're Dockers supporters? Just, yeah. give us, just give us more money. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we've, in all fairness, gone back and, and really showed our support for the Dockers over the years because yeah, we definitely. have been very active in the club. Mm.
1: Yeah. It's of, course, of course, th- I course, you guys wrote one of the uh, proposed songs. We did, yes. Change, Rich, yeah. uh, and and personally, and I'm being completely honest, not not because you're in front of me yeah. right now. I always prefer that version to the other two.
0: Well, I, I mean, did. I think it was a hard choice for them at the club because yeah. you know, they just changed the the coach and they just finished this like ten-year legal battle with mm. um, the, uh, Levi's. With Levi's, yeah. so I think. To change the song as well, I think they thought it would kind of, you know, annoy the grassroots fans. But I agree. I think it's a better song. Yeah,
1: It it, (laughs) might be slightly biased, but yeah. I think it went to a public vote in the end, but I think you should have got it to be pretty honest. Who knows how public that vote was. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we're not going to contest that. anyway. And on that note, I think it's time to now, for an important service which we do. We
2: do, yes. Now, for the last couple of weeks, we've had this little thing where we get the the guest artist who's been in the studio purely because they're just here mm. uh, to help us out with Matt's segment because Matt's supposed to be a professional weather reporter in this mm. particular segment, but he's not so professional. I
0: can so, see that by yeah. the look on his face at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He's it's kind of just yeah. vaguely staring into Concerned. the distance. Concerned. He's Concerned. been called
2: a slacker by Angela Sun from Channel 7 <laughs> and it, the list goes on. So okay. basically to help him- My list of embarrassments. Gone on and on now. Cop any more slack from being listed as an unprofessional person. I'll
0: move over to the window. So we're going to play the intro to the the weather viewing um, station.
2: Yeah, we're going to get you to help us tell the people what the weather is. All right. Here's the weather report for the Rocket Town. Here's
1: the weather report for your hometown from the best in town. The sound of renown.
2: Here's the weather report for you. So, joining us live from across the other side of the studio in from the, the, weather, weather drone, from the weather dome, the weather dome, yep,
0: is Cav. Well, over the uh, the hills of Hamilton, I would have to say that it's raining. Yeah, it does look that way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, to borrow the words of the Family Guy, the Family Guy weatherman, it ring. rain, it go rain, it, go and rain. <laughs> it go, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not yeah,
2: pretty
0: Yeah, it's at all. pretty it's miserable. Bit
2: of wind. Fortunately, you're playing Most inside tonight, though. I, I am
0: playing inside. It's not an outdoor show, no. thankfully. And yeah. so people, you know, they don't just get a show. They get shelter from the rain. That is, that's a good offer. It's mm. well worth the money. It's a Matt, what else is happening
1: out uh, in the weather for the next week? For the rest of today, obviously showers and scattered thunderstorms with gusty winds. There is still a severe weather warning in place, so do take it easy, especially if you're driving home this afternoon. Uh, tomorrow, if you head into the dock, it's going like I myself. Uh, cloudy with us, that showers. Light winds becoming southwesterly, 15 to 20 kilometres in the early afternoon, and they become on light in the late afternoon. A top of 19 after a low of 12. Sunday, a few showers clearing and 18. Monday, partly cloudy and 20. Tuesday, a possible shower. 21 Wednesday a possible shower and 20 and Thursday mostly sunny and 20 right now in Perth it's 17.7 degrees
2: awesome thank you very much Matt and Kav yeah. as well thank you very much for coming in we're going to thank give you a round of applause Thanks, Matt's chaps. holding a microphone I'd applaud but I'm
0: holding a microphone so.
2: <laughs> but yes uh, your gig tonight fly by night give that's right park.
0: I think there may be a few tickets left just if you if you get in there quick I'd say you might get in there rock yeah. up on the door and see what happens yeah yeah awesome the door yeah. is a good place to get the tickets, door as, as we've place. discussed many but times. I think it's close to selling out. Okay. Yeah. Which
2: is always a good thing for yourself, obviously, being Absolutely. in the band. You yeah, know, you yeah. want,
0: obviously, your gig to sell out. That's Absolutely. the job of it. So. But come down and check it out. There, I think there's a couple of tickets left. Definitely. Now, just a quick question for the future of the band. Mm. Is there a chance of a new album? Yeah, but I would say um, that that probably won't happen for about another year because I'm going to do – probably going to do a solo record this year. Um, I tried to get the guys from the Basement Birds to do another record, but they're mm. all off, you know, doing what doing they're doing. Yep. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. It won't be another Eskies record this year, but probably next Year sometime, awesome. We're looking forward to it, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so
2: much for coming. Thank in. you, and cheers. Thanks, and, uh, guys. We'll get you to introduce the uh, last song, which is From the Sea. If there's a little bit of a background on that one, or well, we're, we're here, we well, we're are here in, from the sea at the moment. We are, we are,
0: <laughs> we are here in Fremantle. This, this is a song that I wrote, uh, probably walking down the hill looking at the ocean as the big storm clouds kind of rolled in over the ocean as they do in Fremantle, and I thought it was a perfect kind of um, metaphor for the oncoming shitstorm of anxiety that, you know, hits us sometimes. <laughs>
2: Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, here it is on Radio Fremantle, NC Nation. Cav, thank you so much thank for coming you. In.
0: Thanks, guys. Hey, appreciate it,
2: and best of luck for tonight.
0: Cheers.
1: The Kitchen. 4 to 5 p.m. on
2: Fridays. KitchenRadio.com.au